the drip aficionado is hard at work again, people. We know you're sick of us. We know you hate us. That's why we're going to be here. The horse is back and our jockey is Russell Wilson. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another exciting episode of the Expansion Buddies podcast. I am your co-host, Sunflower Seeds, and today I'm joined by the baseball players that love them. How are you doing today, Jared? I'm doing great. I I'm <laughs> I like it. It's a classic, short, sweet, to the point intro. I like it. I wondered where you were going with it when you said Sunflower Seeds, but it's a good one. Yeah, I'm enjoying some as we speak. Sweet. Uh, so, I mean, if you're eating sunflower seeds and as you so eloquently put baseball players, enjoy them. Um, we could start by talking about baseball. Uh, spoiler alert. We don't really have a plan for this one. We're just kind of going in cold Turkey. So um, baseball, the Mariners haven't been doing great. No, <laughs> we're currently sitting at third in the West, the AL West 13 and 17. Uh, and it's not great. That's yeah. not a great place to be. No, I mean, there's still plenty of season to go. We're just in May still. But, I mean, you you guys have heard us talk about this on the show not that long ago. There's a lot of hype going into this season for the Mariners. A uh, lot of expectations that we're going to end the playoff drought this year. And, yeah, 13 and 17 as we record currently, not fantastic, not the worst, but – we're no Cincinnati Reds. That's a good thing. Yeah, I was about to say, like, we could be, you know, man, the Brewers must feel good being in the Central, in the <laughs> NL Central, because, man, this composition is not stiff. It is the opposite of stiff. It It, it is. Limp. It's limp. It is limp competition. <laughs> you got the Reds with six wins, the Cubs with 10. And what happened to the Cubbies, by the way? Holy the cow, are, they fell off. The Reds are all the way up to six. Well, I'll be, they are, because last time I saw, they only had two. So, Ooh, that's a, a marked improvement. I think they're on a four game win streak right now. And look at the Pirates 12 and 16. Let's give it up for the Pirates, everybody. Woo! Double Literally digit. lighting the world on fire, you know, much the same way the Mariners are. Hey, I'm just going to say, as we're talking about this, though, you just said the Brewers must really like playing in that division. Um, the Cincinnati Reds are beating the Brewers as we speak, one to nothing. Mm. So don't call it a comeback, but the Reds might make the playoffs this year. <laughs> <laughs> I would be very surprised. I uh, would maybe not, uh, maybe not place that bet. That probably wouldn't be the smartest one to place. Yeah, however, probably not. However... A horse in the Kentucky Derby went off at 80 to one odds and just won. So, ooh, well. And, and you know who else has 80 to one odds right now to do something? Hmm. The Jets have 80 to one odds to win the AFC this year. Wow. So, I'm just saying if a horse who that day was a uh, kind of last second entry into the Kentucky Derby, thanks to a scratch, I think is how that worked. Goes in at 80 to one and wins it. Don't count out your boy Zach Wilson just yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But man, it's, I mean, right now we're in that weird spot in sports where, I mean, for me at least, we're, it's kind of in my slow season. 
you know, the playoffs are going on for NBA and the Stanley Cup. But, uh, you know, uh, I haven't, you know, neither. Well, I guess let's talk about the Stanley Cup playoffs right now because, man, everything for the most part is tied up in a gridlock. Yeah, so you Everybody guys. is mostly uh, tied up 2-2 with the exception of the Colorado Avalanche sweeping the Preds. I saw that. 4 nothing over the Preds. It was a They got a 5-3 yep. win over them uh, on Monday this week. Yeah. Man, the Predators' defense was abysmal. <laughs> Laughably bad. I haven't seen it, but I've heard. Yes. Um, Colorado deserves that win. Uh, let's see if this team can finally do something in the playoffs besides disappoint. And, you know, next up, they're either going to be going against the Minnesota Wild or the 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 St. Louis Blues. So, yeah, that series is tied to, well, like you said, everything else is yeah. tied up 2-2 two, two right now. Oh, I should. I, I am actually wrong. Pittsburgh is leading the Rangers 3-1, to one, which, man, oh, okay. I, I'm, I am actually surprised that <laughs> Pittsburgh's there. It's weird. To- or, I mean, uh, the Rangers are doing so well. Yeah, I was going to say Pittsburgh's kind of a perennial uh, yeah. showy in the playoffs. But, uh, yeah, and then, I mean, your boys uh, knotted up 2-2 with the Maple Leafs right now, who, as yeah. we at length, kind of cursed when it comes to the playoffs. <laughs> don't don't be the, the curse busters now. Don't no. let them. <laughs> and, I mean, man, the Lightning have just had so much success these past couple of years. I didn't. I'd be very surprised, you know, at, at this point, like the odds are so stacked against us. I feel right now, just it's in the hard, fact that like, it's hard to repeat, but they've done it and it's even harder to three P. Oh, that's exactly it. Like I, I, the lightning has nothing left to prove. Like I think they've just been one of the best sports and team or one of the best teams in sports these last few years. And I mean, the back-to-back wins show it off. Yeah, I mean, as as much of a feel good story as Montreal was last year, and as much as I was pulling for them, the Lightning were just. I mean, they've been the class of the NHL for the last couple seasons. Um, I mean, I would expect you guys to pull away and win this series with the Maple Leafs, this first round series. I think as we record, you guys are playing right now, are you not? I think it's. I believe we yeah, are. I think it's just getting started, but zero zero. Yeah. 15 minutes in the first period. So yeah, just yeah, getting going. But Bruins and Hurricanes also playing right now. Hurricanes up two on the Bruins. That's uh all right. That's uh respectable. Yeah, Bruins are okay. And then uh, I mean, and talking about um two two, the other playoffs going on right now. A lot of the NBA No, 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 we're not done with the NHL okay. yet. Because... Are we just gonna run through the scoreboard here? Because that's fine. No, no, no. It it marks a year since we've had our bet. Oh, is it really been a year right now? I don't know if it's been exactly a year, but it's been close. We uh we made a bet. I know. If the people remember. Yes. Uh, Jared, what was that bet? Let's refresh the people. Um so uh first off, our beloved Seattle Kraken in their first season kind of had a rough go of it. I think true, if I true. remember right. The boys only got uh, 27 wins, 28 wins, something like that. They finished eighth in the Pacific Division. Um, 
Now, to be expected from a new franchise coming out of the gates, not everyone can be the Golden Knights. Um, so to refresh people on the bet Justin and I made about a year ago at this time, it was during the Stanley Cup. Uh, the Montreal Canadiens were playing the Tampa Bay Lightning. Lightning ended up winning 4-1, to one, right? Uh, yes. I think it was four to one. I think Montreal snuck one in there, but anyway, I had jumped on the Montreal bandwagon pretty hard and yes, you did. I was, I love the underdog story. I kind of, I, I mean, I, who doesn't love a good underdog story, I guess, unless your team falls victim to them. Um, but anyway, I, I jumped on the Montreal bandwagon pretty hard and Justin, of course, being a Lightning fan, when they met in the finals, we made a bet where whoever, whoever's team, I use that in quotes for my team and the Canadians, whoever's team won the Stanley Cup had to or was going to get a jersey purchased by the loser, uh, Seattle Kraken jersey, of the player that the Kraken took from their team from said so, team yes yeah so it, the way the the expansion draft worked seattle had to take a player from every team um i lost and i still need to buy justin his yanni gore jersey because that's yes. what he took um i haven't forgotten about it in fact i just i thought about it the other day when the when the uh <laughs> playoffs started and you will have your jersey by I'll make a by next Stanley Cup. No, by the end of June. <laughs> by the end of June, you'll have your jersey. It's a it's a it's a verbal contract I just signed with all of our all, right. all our listeners as the witnesses. When I get it, I will pose and uh, show we'll, it off for the listeners. We'll get a we'll, picture. We'll put it on Twitter. And yeah, we'll get a picture on Instagram and Twitter for it. I think we still only have like two posts on Instagram. We should I, until just now, I forgot we do Instagram. Yep. We should probably use that a little bit more, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get Justin's uh, Jersey and he'll post the proof of it for you guys. But yes, by the end, I, I hope you send me like a blue t-shirt with Gord written on it and Sharpie. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do that thing that some people do with their jerseys where they like Browns fans, they have quarterback change almost every year and they just tape mm -hmm. over the last name and, you know, maybe redo the number a little bit with tape. Nah, I won't do that. You'll, you'll get a bona fide, authentic Yanni Gore Jersey. All right. I still need to decide which player I'm going to get though. Cause I'm pretty sure that uh, Seattle took Kale Fleury from Montreal. Yeah. I mean, I Flurry's good. I mean, I think he was a big reason Montreal found success, you know, that last year. So I think he'd be a good choice, really. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll have to do a little more research on who I'm going to get. But, yes, you're going to get a Yanni Gord jersey. Um, let's hope the boys have a better season next year. Hope year two is the year we make the playoffs and – go win that Stanley cup, but okay. Well, since it's Stanley cup time, the playoffs are going on and all that. Who, who do you think is going to win the cup this year? Are you going to back your boys for a third time? I'll back the boys, man. <laughs> they've been there. They, Holy. they've got the confidence. And I so, speaking to your boys, two minutes have passed and now they're up to nothing on Toronto. You know what? 
it's we my boys. spoke it into existence. We were talking about them, and they scored two goals within like two and a half minutes. So that's what. Well, that's the thing it. about the Lightning too. They they can just be so explosive. Lightning on quick. offense. Lightning yeah. quick. Uh, yeah. I mean, we at the expansion buddies have that kind of power. We talk about a team good enough, they'll do those sorts of things. <laughs> yeah. Um. It was, or maybe it's just that Maple Leafs curse again. I mean, yeah, they. Again, if you haven't watched Urinating Trees video on the Maple Leafs and their history, do yourself a favor, watch it. It is a fascinating tale. I have watched it since we talked about that last time. It is mind-boggling how an organization can continually screw up that badly. Um, yeah. Although it, it shouldn't be super shocking because, I mean, the Browns. Look at Dan Snyder. Oh. Or Washington. Um, yeah. So, man, I have no reason to believe that Tampa Bay can't run it back a third time. It's going to be tough to do, but. But we've seen teams do it in the past. Like, look at the, uh, you know, look at like the um, Jordan-led Bulls who were so parentally good. Or the Red Wings. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure like back in the day, didn't the Islanders have four in a row at one point? I believe so. I think I mean, it was in the eighties, right? Yeah. I think it was early eighties. If I remember correctly. Oh boy. We better fact check. I'm doing it as we speak. Um, but it's, I mean, just the idea of winning more than. Than one is. Yeah. When you, when you win two in a row, it's really impressive, but anything after that is just, um, I mean, you you definitely etch yourself in the history books when you do that. Yeah, 1980 to 84. Um, mm-hmm. They had a, not only a, a streak of four Stanley Cups in that time, they actually won 19 consecutive playoff series. Wow. That's insane. I mean, that's just all – that's almost unheard of. And, and I'm trying to think of teams um, at any level – of competition really that have won more than um, two in a row. I, I don't think we've had one in the NFL ever. There's been a couple repeats and the Patriots had three out of four in the early two thousands, but they've never won. No one in the NFL's won three Super Bowls in a row. Um, you know, in college sports, the one that immediately comes to mind is North Dakota state in the FCS. I mean, just a yeah. dominance that really has not been seen in any sport at any level. Winning nine of 11 championships is <laughs> ridiculous in a lot mm-hmm. of ways. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. And I mean, you've had some, I think Alabama teams and Notre Dame teams in the past and FBS football do that, but it's hard, especially in professional sports to three P um, the lightning, of course, have a chance to do it right now, but I don't know, quite frankly, if we're going to, you know, ever see it in football, just with the way competition is anymore in the NFL, it seems like year in and year out anymore. There's no one team that's that like that dominant where they're that they're just leagues ahead of everybody else. I mean, I just, I don't see it happening. It's incredibly unlikely. Yeah, I mean, it's just – it would be really neat 
in that respect to see Tampa Bay do it this year, because it's something that we hardly ever see in sports, but I don't know, man. It's kind of neat for me um, to see the Kings back in the mix here. Uh, It's been a few years since the Kings have been in the playoffs. If I, I think if memory serves correct, it's Mm -hmm. been a minute. So, I mean, I like seeing new teams in the mix too, but as far as me picking a team who I think is going to win the Stanley cup, um, give me Pittsburgh. Yeah. I'm going to take those, those, those penglings. <laughs> Pangling. Oh man. You're doing the, uh, the old Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. 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 Um, man, just the way they beat the Rangers the other night, seven to two. They look good, and I, I know that game was in Pittsburgh, but I, I think I'm I, I'm going to ride with the, the Penguins to win the Stanley Cup this year. All right. Bold give choice, me, but I like give it. A, give me a Penguins-Avs Stanley Cup. I think that'd be Okay, fun. that's something that can happen, yeah? Yeah, let's yeah. see it. Well, I know how East-West works. I know it can happen. I wasn't going to pick two, like, East teams. I know. I know. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, I like, oh, yeah, I guess that's something well, that can happen. Yeah. I mean, we could also get an Avs Lightning Stanley Cup. A little bit of uh, friendly rivalry between you and Daniel there. Yeah. Maybe another bet would have to be made in that instance. Oh, boy. Yeah. I, I, I'm sure Daniel likes betting. He seems like a betting man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but yeah, no. well, let's we can shift our attention to the other playoffs going on in the NBA. Yeah, I um, was gonna say earlier talking about all the two-two series is currently. Yeah, yeah, we got a lot of those in the NBA playoffs too, um, and teams that have fought down or from being down 2-0, honestly, to come back and make it two-two. Mm-hmm. You had the Sixers do that to the Heat in their two games in Philadelphia, came back after losing the two in Miami and then Dallas did the same thing to Phoenix. Although as we talk, uh, Sixers have some work to do. They're down by 12 points to the heat 31 to 19 at the end of the first quarter. So I don't know game, uh, game four and five is always super important in these series and same in hockey. I mean, in any seven game series, I I Mm. honestly think game four is probably the most important one because it can change the entire dynamic of the series. It can either a win you the series outright in a sweep or lose you the series on the flip side of that, or it can take a series that's two to one and you could be like the Sixers or the Mavs and tie it up two to two. That's a whole different attitude going into game five instead of going down three to one. So, but yeah, the NBA playoffs, they've been, uh, yeah entertaining to say the least yeah they've been good this year um man yeah then you have golden state and memphis right now golden state's leading three to one could be over uh when do they play i think they play uh tomorrow night i think they play yeah wednesday night this week so that game man memphis too almost had that series tied up at two to two they had a pretty commanding lead on the Warriors at one point and then blew it at the end. The Warriors came back and won at 101 to 98. And yeah, that's- but I mean, the Warriors have looked good all year. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, they're kind of getting back to what they were a few years ago, you know? Yeah. Even like I would argue pre Kevin Durant, before Durant went over there, you know, that team with Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. Those guys are 
healthy again. They're yeah, they look tough. Um, for sure. Yeah. You know who I'm impressed by right now though? You talked about them digging themselves out of the hole, but man, the Mavericks, Dallas, I am true. I'm impressed. Like last year they kind of were a dark horse. They they fought. And this year, I think, you know, they're, you know, they're a team that I could see not taking a no for an answer and, and running this gauntlet. I really am rooting for Dallas. Honestly, I like the Mavs. Um, I like kind of everything about them, quite frankly, like all the way up. I like Mark Cuban as an owner mm-hmm. all the way down to their players. I like Luka Doncic a lot. I mean, How can you not like Luka? Honestly, oh, like, he's such like, he seems like he's such a down to earth, like, nice guy like genuine guy yeah and and then i also like uh i mean dude on their team bobin i'm not even gonna Mm -hmm. try to pronounce his last name because i will butcher it but if oh that's that's totally understandable (laughs) yeah if you but like i love bobin man if you like any like even during their games but like especially like before and after the games dude is such like a jokester like he he is definitely the class clown on that team. Um, <laughs> I love that guy. He, he's fun to watch. So, I, yeah, I'm pulling for the Mavs, honestly. I don't think they're going to get to the finals. Although, if they knock out the Suns here, the number one seed in the West, I have no reason to believe, I guess, that they can't. Uh, the mm-hmm. Warriors would be tough in that next round, more than likely who they'd play, unless Memphis makes a furious comeback. But um, I am definitely – I'm pulling for the Mavs. They're probably the team left in the NBA playoffs. I would like to see more than anybody win it. Um, but – and like you said, you've just got to respect the um, tenaciousness because when you fall down 0-2 to the number one seed in the conference, it doesn't do a lot for your confidence. But the fact that these guys have fought back and evened it up, um, I, I love it. I, I, That's what I'm here for. Yeah, and I mean, just the Mavericks, like we talked about, Luca, man, what a what a dominant force he's been. He's he's been averaging thirty three points per game in this in this series. I mean, holy cow, what what yeah. an insane showing! Difference maker, <laughs> no yeah. doubt. I mean, um, I still think of a few years ago in the bubble in the playoffs down there in Orlando. Uh, Dallas was playing the Clippers, I think, in the first round. And there was a game where Luca hit a buzzer beater to beat the Clippers. Um, it didn't, they didn't end up winning the series, but to win that game. Um, yeah, he's, he's a superstar. And, you know, he, he kind of has been ever since he came into the leagues at such a young age, too. I mean, it's, it's crazy to watch these guys who are, you know, younger than us now. <laughs> doing these sorts of things. And Luca yeah. is, I mean, a prime example. He, and he's what's, he's good for the sport and the fact that he's kind of like we've talked about with like Fernando Tatis in baseball, he is mm-hmm. going to capture that, the eyes of that younger generation. Um, little kids love Luca, man. Yeah, I've yeah. seen little kids wearing Dallas Mavs Jersey, Luke, Luca jerseys, and they probably wouldn't know who the Dallas Mavericks were if it wasn't for Luca. <laughs> So, yeah, it's good for the sport. It's really good for the Mavs. I'm sure they love that they have him. Um, yeah, and I think, you know, every every couple, you know, every generation, there's a couple of those of those players that 
are are the people that that inspire kids to start watching that sport or inspire people to start watching that sport and like grow up and have a passion. I think right now in like the NBA, you've got Luca, you got Giannis. I mean, those guys just like like leak charisma and yeah. like their genuine love for the game. They seem genuinely nice. I don't know how you don't don't fall in love with those those teams because of them. So who um kind of to trail off, but not really. Uh what what athlete got you into sports? Like captured your interest and love for sports. What single athlete did that for you? <laughs> well, I'm trying to I'm trying to think like because I didn't really start following like and I mostly follow football. Yeah. Um but I started following football on the Bucks, and I think I've told the story before because of because of Jameis Winston. He was my quarterback for fantasy football. Yep. And then, you know, he'd have these crazy ups and downs. And so I'd look like, what is this guy doing? And especially that that rookie year that Jameis had where he was just scrambling all over the field, making insane plays just like started to make me fall in love with them, you know, cause the bucks were bad. I mean, they were really bad and watching them like just struggle and try their dangdest. And they, and they, you know, they didn't make the playoffs by any means, but they did all right, you know, kind of fall in love with that underdog. And then that's just kept going. That's what happens. Um, but like when I was younger, you know, Gretzky, man. I remember reading all about Gretzky when I was younger. I had a book about him. Um, but you know, I think the guy that made me fall in love with baseball was Ichiro. I he is easily my favorite baseball player of all time. Like, I, I that's why I love the Mariners. That's why I I played baseball when I was in middle school. Like it was Ichiro, man. That's it's it's got to be Ichiro. Great answer. I mean, Ichiro is uh, transcends age, and mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think mine. If I had to pinpoint one athlete that really got me in football, was the first sport I really started following. Also, mine had to be Sean Alexander. Mm-hmm. Um, back in the day with the Seahawks, that 2005 season when we went all the way to the Super Bowl in Detroit. Um, don't necessarily need to talk about how that went, but Alexander set a league rushing record, won the MVP as a running back. Um, LaDainian Tomlinson broke that touchdown record a year later, but I think Alexander had like 28 or 29 touchdowns that season. Um, I loved watching Sean Alexander, number 37. I could, uh, I could go on for a while, but then yeah, in baseball, um, Ichiro for sure, or maybe Ken Griffey Jr. Also, mm-hmm. yeah. I didn't get to really see Griffey in like his prime prime, like in the '90s, obviously. But I've seen plenty of highlights. I've seen, um, and I just can't like. No one has a has ever had a better swing in baseball. Like I just, you won't find anyone, in my opinion. But yeah. so Ichiro, Griffey, Sean Alexander. Um, I think when I get older and I look back on it more 
and maybe this time period of my life, I could attribute that to Marshawn Lynch also. Um, Marshawn was, is one of a kind, even though he's not playing yeah. anymore. He's still one of a kind. Oh, absolutely. Um, part owner of the Kraken now, by the way, is Marshawn. I did not know that. That's super cool. Yeah, a couple of weeks ago, him and uh, Macklemore became part owner. Dude, that's sweet, man. And Macklemore. I love Macklemore. Yeah, he's part owner of the Sounders, too. He's big Seattle sports guy. He's got uh, his hands in some ownership. I don't think he has any ownership in the Seahawks. Um, the NFL ownership is way different than it is in a lot of. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, Macklemore. He's a he's an OG. He's a Seattle OG. So yeah. Um, what were we talking about before we went off on this tangent about uh, athletes we fell in love with? Basketball. Luca. Oh, we were talking about uh, NBA, but you know, that's, I think that's a good talk because those guys, you know, they don't have to be role models, but they, they end up being role models. Um, For sure. And, and, and honestly, like you can look at the Mavs organization and, and take it back a generation and, and Mavericks fans who are older than 20, honestly, at this point, will look fondly back on the 2011 season when another big uh, European white guy came and took the, the league by storm with Dirk Nowinski. Um, and the Mavs ran it and won the finals that year. I believe it was over Miami uh, in, in an upset thanks to Dirk. And so let's say that Luca takes them all the way to the promised land again this year. I mean, that'll be – this younger generation's version of that Mm -hmm. and that's super cool to me like that's what i like to see history um repeating itself in that way and it it certainly sets up well to maybe do so for dallas in the foreseeable future that that'd be super cool for the mavericks i mean and who knows it could be the heat again like they could be on a collision course for a rematch in the finals which you know 11 years later now that would be That'd be pretty awesome. You'd catch me tuning into all of those games. Yeah, and that's the cool thing about sports. I mean, what it's the the NBA's whatever anniversary this year. Seventy fifth, I think. I think. Yeah, seventy fifth. Yeah, um, but you know, that's it's getting to the point where you know these sports teams have have been around for a while that you have you have fandoms being passed down from generation to generation, you know, and you have these now deep seated, long held rivalries and you can have these, you know, history repeating games that, you know, that's, I think why people fall in love with sports too. Is like, you can't, you can't write this. Well, I'm sure you could, but like, you know, real life is just like, works out stranger than fiction in a lot of these cases. Well, like, like take it back to the Kentucky Derby, for instance, like who yeah. would have picked that horse at 80 to one odds to win? I mean, no one probably, which is why if you bet on that, <laughs> you'd be a very rich person right now. But yeah, that, I mean, that's exact. You're exactly right. Sorry to cut off your train of thought there. No, that's perfectly fine. But yeah, that's, it's, you know, it's cool. And that's, I think, why people gravitate to these things. Um, And I mean, 
Yeah. Also, that horse's name, for anyone wondering, is Rich Strike. Rich Strike, the horse. Nice. Heck of a name. <laughs> that's yeah, what, the end. Oh, that's what ahead. you would have if you bet on that horse. Uh, Rich Strike. True, true. <laughs> um, yeah, so we've talked about hockey. We've talked about basketball playoffs. Now, I know the schedule for the NFL doesn't officially come out until Thursday, the day we drop this episode. However, as things always tend to in the modern age, there's been a lot of leaks. So if you want to talk about that a little bit, we sure can. Um, hmm, man, that's, I, I should have thought about this more. I don't know. Do we well, want to support the fact that people are leaking things? I mean, it's, it's not government secrets. It's the NFL schedule. That's true. That's true. So, um, I mean, yeah, well, let's look at it. Why not? I'll last pull it up year, here. Last year at this time, this was the episode you missed, remember? And Kyle joined me, and we purposely did not look at our teams' schedules and read them off to each other live on the show. So this year we could do the opposite and, like, get it before it comes out officially and talk about it a Ooh. little bit. Yeah. Um, so I uh, think let me see. we have to start with is our game. Yeah, so we Jared and I off the air had talked about because the Bucks and the Seahawks play each other this year. We talked about trying to go to that game. Not gonna happen. Our hopes were quickly dashed. <laughs> um, it is the Germany game. It is. I knew the Bucks were picked to play uh in Germany this year, which I think is super cool. Um and I think one of the reasons too is because it's Tom Brady as our quarterback. So they're like, Oh, who's the most well-known football player right now? For sure. But I digress. Um, I lost my trip. Oh, um, but it's in Germany. That would be a f- pretty fat penny to drop to go watch our teams play. <laughs> no doubt. Um, yeah, probably not going to make that one happen. Uh, what I like about this game besides the fact that it's uh, the expansion buddies come to life on the field. What I like about this game was this was a goes down in the schedule on paper as a Bucks home game. So you guys mm-hmm. lose a home game kind of. Um, and that's the problem with this international thing. Like the games are cool and the idea behind it cool, but the team that's designated hosting loses a home game for all intents and purposes. Yeah. And that's I, – I think the international games are cool, but I also dislike them. But that's uh, – we don't need to get into that right now. Yeah. So I, I'm going to say it now because, of course, everyone wants to hear us talk about it, I think. I think you guys are going to mop the floor with the boys, with, with, uh, <laughs> with Drew Locke and the gang. But I feel like – and I know we just talked about a bet I still haven't paid you off on yet. I think <laughs> – do you want to make another one? Sure, why not, buddy? What, what are you thinking? So I think we this is this will actually be the first time the Seahawks and Bucks have played since we've started this podcast. So Correct. I think we need to set a bar here with this game, and every time they meet moving forward, we need to have the usual bet uh, for okay. a Seahawks Bucks game. But I don't know what that is yet. We need to we need to work through and figure that out. And maybe we don't have to just figure it out right now. We can let the people know 
weeks down the line when we do, but I think there needs to be a usual bet whenever Seattle and Tampa Bay meet. All right. We'll have to think about it because I, I don't know what it would be off the top of my head. All right. All right. Well, we've got time because the game is until November 13th. So, yeah, we there's a little bit of time then. Yes, we got a little bit. However, it's going to be bright and early in the morning. Our time, 730 kickoff in the morning. Yeah, that'll be that will be bright and early. But I am I'm there for it, man. Me too, man. I am there for it. No partying the night before. We can't watch that game uh, hungover. True. True. Um, so yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's the big one, obviously on our radars, as far as leaked games, uh, this upcoming season. However, if you want to hear some other ones, I've got some in front of me here. That yeah. I think- tell me some more. Tell me some more. So, so week 10, uh, this is all hearsay. Now, if, if this turns out to be wrong, don't be mad at us. All right. Um, but this is all hearsay. The, the leakage says in week 10, we've got a Sunday night game. Rams at Packers. Ooh. Could be a, a, a game that decides a lot as far as a playoff picture is concerned in the NFC. Yeah, that could be a game with big consequences for some teams. Yeah, no doubt. Um, now, here, here's a barn burner for you. Week one, mm-hmm. Lions at Bears. I know you're tuning in. I, Dude, I will tune in for Lions games. I, I like the Lions right now, dude. Oh yeah, I know, I know. I'm Dan not, I'm... Campbell, man, I, I would, I would run through a wall for that man. From what I've seen, he seems like he is a great coach. I think the Lions are going to win that game. I think they're going to come out of the gates swinging because of that boy Dan Campbell. Um, speaking yeah. of the Lions, uh, and they've got the whole slate of Thanksgiving Day games out. Yep, we've got the Commanders at the Lions. Uh, on Thanksgiving morning. Then in the afternoon, we've got the defending AFC champs, the Bengals at the Cowboys. Ooh. And then that night, we get a little bit of dessert in Bills at Ravens. Ooh, that'll be some good games. Yeah, they will. Those would all be pretty good, honestly. Although the Lions might kind of run away on the commanders. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. We will see. Uh, but yeah, so that that Bill Raven or Bills Ravens one, excuse me, um, on NBC that night, that could be that could decide a lot in the AFC playoff push. Yeah. Let's see what other biggies we have here as I scroll through this list. These are in no particular order, so I'm just looking for um, ones that could be impactful. Here's one with your boys: uh, Week Eight Sunday Night Football Ravens at Bucks. Oh wow, we haven't played the Ravens for. Probably long four time. years now, probably. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, that is the second primetime game in a row for Tampa Bay because the week before that, you've got a Thursday night game against the Packers. Mm. So you could have Packers, a little- I wish uh, maybe we, we waited a little bit longer before we played them again. <laughs> fair enough. That's uh that's that's fair. Let's see. We've got uh, Packers at Dolphins Monday Night Football Week Nine. That has the potential to actually be a, an all right game. Yeah, I mean, I just don't know what to make of the Packers right now because yeah, I I know exactly what you mean. Like they're like you have Aaron Rodgers, so you have a chance 
but it, who who is he throwing to though? Possibly, who are the Packers? So uh, possibly Christian Watson, who they drafted in the beginning of the second round out of North Dakota State. He was good at at that level of college football. However, he might, I mean, if he doesn't pan out the way green Bay is hoping he will, um, I don't know who they're throwing to quite frankly. They, they, their receiving core is, you know, gone. They lost MSV. They lost, um, you know, uh, uh, why can't I think of his name? Devontae um, Adams. Devontae I mean, Adams, thank you. Yeah, to um, Raiders. Dang, dude. Yeah. Uh, they they must be looking for, you know, maybe like Debo Samuels or something. Someone that's, you know, trying yeah. to get out of someplace. I mean, Debo's still now, there. They've got Randall Cobb, who, yeah, I mean, is proven, but he's, you know. He's he's not exactly the barn burner I think he once was. Uh you know, he only had 375 yards this past season. Yeah, it's um they've got we'll know a lot more by week 7, week 8 in the time period we're talking about with some of these games, but right now I don't know, man. I just don't have the faith in them that I used to have. And I think part of that is because of the ugly loss in the playoffs last year to the 49ers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then, so let's go down this list more uh, week four, maybe not the most exciting to people, but it is one of the international games, uh, London game Vikings at saints. Oh, the Vikings and the Saints are getting international games this year. Oh, man. Yeah. I think there's three London games this year, if I remember right. And then our the Jags have got to have one of them, right? That's like their home away from home. Yeah, I think the Jags have one of them. I that if it, they do, it hasn't been leaked yet. But because uh, we've got the Munich game like we talked about. And then there's a Cardinals 49ers game down in Mexico, I want to say. Yeah, I don't know. So, yeah, and then going down the list, uh, week one, Sunday night football, Ravens at Bengals. Right out of the gates, we got a division uh, showdown. Yeah. And with the Bengals being the defending AFC champs, some bad blood between them and the Ravens over the years, that could be a dandy. And then week two, we've got a Monday night football doubleheader. Um this one I'm really excited for Titans at bills uh, the first game. And then the second game Vikings at Eagles. Hmm. All right. I mean, it sounds like games are going to be pretty good so far. At least the primetime time games. Yeah. They've yeah. Really scheduled them. Well, um, if, if, like I said, if these are to be trusted, which I think they are, I mean, our game Seahawks Bucks is already showing up officially when you search it on Google. So I think. Yeah, I mean that one was announced though. That's true. That one was officially announced. So, um, I don't see any more for your team. For my team, I see one Week 14 Seahawks host the Panthers. God, even with our ragtag squad this year, I'd like to believe maybe we could beat the Panthers at home, but I don't know. I don't know. I, I think it depends on 
you know, ultimately what both of your teams are doing at quarterback. That's true. <laughs> that's true. I don't want to think about the quarterback situation anymore right now, but that's, that's all I've got for uh, leaked games at the moment. Uh, there's some good ones in there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely, I am excited. Um, oh yeah it's it should be good uh speaking of football before we get to our ending here have you been watching any of the uh spring football that's been going on the usfl yeah i've been watching a touch i saw where the new orleans breakers won the other day on like a last second touchdown which was kind of exciting but i haven't been watching as much as i should be yeah i haven't either i'm and I just, I forget about it is to be perfectly honest. Like I'm not used to having football this time of year. So I forget about it. Exactly. Well, I mean, it's, it's awesome that we do, but um, yeah, I haven't been watching a ton. I know I'm going to check the standings right now because I think if I remember right, the generals are doing pretty good and sort of the stout. Yeah. So the generals are three and one as we record this New Jersey and the stallions are Birmingham are four and oh undefeated, uh, never lost in their history. <laughs> um, but new Orleans is three and one. The boys who are having a rough time right now are Pittsburgh. Oh, and four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That we decided to have the coolest jerseys and uniforms, probably not letting it show on the field. <laughs> Yep. We'll, uh, we'll see how it goes. Hopefully this, this league gets at least, you know, a couple of seasons though. Cause right now I think uh, it's shaping up well. It's doing pretty well for itself. And the, the, the it's going to get even better next year when they start playing these games in these cities where these teams are, because right now it's all being played in Birmingham. Yeah. Uh, and they did that because of the COVID thing and they didn't know where they'd be. Uh, with that this time by this time in 2022 so next year they'll start playing actual uh, games in all these cities and I think that will help get fans um, get more eyes on the product Um, it's just kind of a weird first year but it's still been solid football honestly from what I've seen yeah no it's been good football you know the quarterback play I think is the only thing that's not quite NFL standard but that's just because I mean yeah, I mean you're not really, working with yeah. so but everything else I've I've really liked. I like the drone usage. I think that's super cool. The camera angles are awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm interested to see where it goes. What do you think of like the the first person cam they do, like where they have the helmet cam, I guess? I, I do think that's kind of cool. Um, because I think it adds like a layer like you know, the armchair guys that are always like, oh, how, how could he have not seen that so-and-so was totally open? Yeah. Um, or like, how could that guy not see that, you know, that lane was closing on the running back? Like, then you can kind of see like, oh, it's, it's, you know, it's not as easy to figure out when you're looking from that angle. Yeah. I, I think it's neat. Yeah, I, I like it too. I I mean, I remember seeing it in one of the first games where a running back had it on and you could like, he had like a nice little 20 yard run and you could see it exactly as he saw it. And it's like, yeah, it does definitely. 
make you realize, oh, maybe it isn't as easy as some people say it is. So <laughs> yeah, it's cool. And it's it's cool that they get to experiment and try all these things. And if, if something really takes off with the fans, the NFL will more than likely adopt it down the line or at least try to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's 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 good for the sport. It definitely is. Um, so before we wrap up, shout outs, call outs. Do you have them? I have a call out. Um, it and it was not, uh, is it what's me? that? Is it me for not paying that bet back yet? No, no, no. It's not you. Okay. Don't worry. You're you're in the clear. <laughs> um, it's I. It's one I actually was gonna do a couple of weeks ago, after the NFL draft. And it's Jerry Jones because he flashed his big board during an interview. Yeah. He was, he was bragging about, you know, how he, uh, you know, how they got exactly who they wanted. And like, he was still on the board and he showed the big board and the reactions from everybody that was sitting with him. Mike McCarthy was like, Oh my gosh, Jerry, what are you doing? Okay. So you scared me for a second when you said Jerry Jones flashed. <laughs> I didn't know where that was going. <laughs> but no, no, no. We're not, we're talking about Jerry Jones, not Robert Kraft. Yikes! Yikes! <laughs> uh, shots fired. Um, yeah. Okay. I do remember you telling me about that, though. That that's a good one. Uh, you, as an owner, you need to be a little more cognizant of uh, that sort of thing. I guess that's a good one. It's never a bad day to call out Jerry Jones. Yeah, Jerry Jones and a solid gold toilet or whatever. Yeah. Um, do you have a shout out? Um no, I don't think I do. No shout out this week. Not that I can think of. Um no one was worthy in Justin's eyes. <laughs> gosh, I can't think of anything. I mean, I, I, I'm just shout out the team we've talked so much about tonight, the Dallas Mavericks. Yeah. Shout out to the Mavericks. Then that's a good point. Coming back. uh, My shout out is going to go to uh, my other boys, the Sounders. I don't know if you saw what they did last week. I did not. So the Sounders were part of the CONCACAF champions league. Uh, this last year and it's it's a league where it's teams from around the world and every year a few MLS teams get invited based on um, recent success and this year I believe the only two that were invited was Seattle and New York City FC because NYC FC won the Stanley Cup or not the Stanley Cup the MLS Cup last year Um, so they automatically got an invite but anyway um, no American team, no MLS team has ever won the CCL before uh, until this year. The Sounders actually ran the gauntlet um, and they won it. And so they get to represent. That's impressive. Yeah. They get to represent America and the MLS in next year's FIFA Club World Cup, is what it's called. Like I said, no MLS team has ever gotten to compete in that and uh, the Sounders will get to next year. And I think it's awesome. And I think it's great for the sport of soccer in this country um, to show that America is at least um, starting to make some headway in 
maybe being competitive worldwide. I mean, I'm not saying that the U.S. men's team is going to go win the World Cup or anything next summer, but... You've heard it here first. They are. Uh, shout out to the Sounders for that one, though, because that's historic. And um, they haven't had the greatest start to the MLS season this year, but that is because most, uh, if not all, of their starters have been doing this. And on the MLS schedule, the team has been essentially playing their second team. So hopefully mm-hmm. when the starters get back into the mix, they can start winning some games and we can make the MLS Cup playoffs again. But, uh, yeah, had to shout out the Sounders. And then I'm yeah, that's I'm, very cool. Yeah, I'm the opposite of you. I don't have a call out this week. I didn't see anything uh, call out worthy in my sports viewing over this last week. I'm probably missing something that I'll remember as soon as we stop recording here. But f- you're safe this week, sports world. No call out from me. All right, fair enough. But uh, yeah, I think that I've got nothing else. I think we've kind of prattled on about everything there is to go on about right now. Yeah, we we do prattle, don't we? We do that just a little bit. That we tend to we tend to roam with our thoughts and words. Tend to roam. <laughs> but uh, we appreciate all of our listeners for listening to us uh, prattle wherever you listen to that from, whether it be Google Podcasts, um, iTunes, Spotify, the Can on a String. We appreciate you guys for listening to us week in and week out. Um, make sure to check us out on Twitter or Instagram, which we do have, and we will be more active on, uh, at the expansion BU one. That's the number one, same handle for both. Check us out there, interact with us. We would love to hear from you guys. Um, and we will be back for you next Thursday, but until then I've been Jared. That's been Justin and never forget party like it's 1976.